0: All over contains strong language, strong opinions, and strong
2: beers. It is not
0: meant for children Work for those who think they are children. You know who you are. Me. I'm like a smart person. Welcome to episode 69 of Dumble Over. Recording Ooh. from the slightly more progressive state of Pennsylvania. This is a progressive podcast with brash opinions on politics, religion, and pop culture. And we're always under the influence of craft beer. On today's episode, we will talk about the PA primary results the trump China bailout, the Israel Embassy and manslaughter, and a Supreme Court decision on gambling and sports. We will then discuss prison labor for this week's bigly topic, and then we get our monthly dose of pop culture from Kevin of the nerdy things podcast Kevin. as always, Kevin, as always, <laughs> I am your gorgeous host, Tom, and I am joined <laughs> I am joined by the uh other guy, Austin. Oh, hello Tom. <laughs> oh, 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 hi Austin. How Somebody's are you
2: feeling pretty today?
0: I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it you know, every road was closed in Pennsylvania because tornadoes and stuff like that. So, you know, it only took an hour and a half to drive home, which normally only takes 20 minutes, but <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm pretty good. <laughs> hey, yeah. um guess you're in Pennsylvania. Um, I am right now yeah and we and we are not in the same room together
2: (laughs) no (laughs) we are not uh... good at this
0: (laughs) (laughs) no no you would think you come back we join Uh, but but you know roads closing and problems and stuff like that that's the way things are Austin here in Pennsylvania how are you yeah I'm pretty good I think I'm ready to do this Hopefully. All right, bef- before we even introduce the beer, we were supposed to record this episode yesterday, Tuesday, and yeah. about what? You want to say about five minutes before we cl- we actually pressed the record button, the power went out? <laughs>
2: I don't even know if it was five minutes. It was like, it seemed like 30 seconds. Like I had it was, everything set up, the window was open, and I was about to get ready, yeah, and then it went it,
0: it was beautiful out, and then in yeah. a matter of 30 seconds to a minute, it was pitch black outside gone and 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 the thunderstorm came and knocked us out of power i had no power for like six seven eight hours or something like that maybe that much i don't remember it was it was pretty long and you were even again you had power even you got it back even later which sucks
2: yeah like two (laughs) hours after you did yeah
0: yeah so wonderful thank you pennsylvania and uh you know what ppl fuck you ppl because you suck Um, What are you drinking today, Austin? fuck you,
2: because you (laughs) suck marginally worse.
0: (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Um, What are you drinking today, Austin?
2: Well, um, I am drinking Weyerbacher's Day Wrecker. I know everybody's kind of surprised that it's Weyerbacher, because we never drink that.
0: Yeah, never. Um, Uh, Actually, when was the last time we even had that? Like, three years ago? (laughs) Yeah, something like that, yeah. It's been a while. I
2: happened to go there. Yeah, I happened to go there for my birthday, so I have a little... Uh, arsenal of Weyerbacher in my refrigerator. Um, oh, Yeah. So this is, the Day Wrecker is uh, apparently something called an extra American ale, which I don't know if that's like an American ale that's a little bit tougher to deal with. <laughs> um.
0: <laughs> it might be. It very yeah. much might be.
2: Now, it doesn't have a description, and it's in a can, so I'm in uncharted territory here. Well, there you but go. It's, it's uh, basically... It's a pale ale. It has mm-hmm. hops, and it's uh, disclosure. We, Tom and I actually had a little bit of this yesterday. So yes, we did. We know what it tastes like. But it is yeah, ten th- percent for people playing along at home, and mm. I'm very much looking forward to drinking it.
0: Yeah, we were good. We were drinking it during the blackout when once we realized that we weren't going to begin power back yesterday. We were just like, eh, we got the beer. We might as well <laughs> enjoy a couple. <laughs> <laughs> Um, now, I am not drinking that. Um, I am drinking... Um, uh, it's from a company called Breckenridge Brewery. Now, you said you've had this, but I don't know if we've had this for our show. Uh, well, I I've, had, like I've had
2: oh, stuff yeah. from Breckenridge before, but I don't know if I've had the one you're having.
0: Yeah, I'm drinking their Vanilla Porter. Um, I, it's 5.4% ABV. It's really not the strongest. I went more for the flavor <laughs> in this. Uh, I've never actually... Well, I've I've had this also disclaimer, but I've never had this company before, so I was pretty pretty interested. Um, it's uh, it, it. I'm gonna spoil it. It doesn't really taste like vanilla to me, <laughs> and I'm, okay. and I'm s- super disappointed. But it's actually not a bad beer. With that said, All right. so I don't. Know. All know. right, Austin, let's do our symbolic cheers and get this shit show on the road. Sounds good. Ooh, that was nice. Ooh. Who? Yeah, I mean, it's a good beer. I like it. It's it's a, uh, it's got the malty kind of flavor, so it's a little yeah. sweet, but it doesn't really have a vanilla kick to it. Even like the aftertones, they just don't really taste like vanilla. But with that said, it's it's a good beer. So uh, good job, Breckenridge. What about
2: you? Oh, and this day Wrecker is un fucking believable. So good, it is. So it is ten percent, but so you would good. never know it in a
0: million years. Um, nope. You even quizzed me. You even quizzed yeah. me yesterday. You were like, "Well, yeah. what do you think it is?" And I, yeah. I thought I was—I thought I was aiming high when I said seven and a half. And you were like, "Yeah, yeah. close 10. Yeah. I was like, yeah. "Oh shit!" <laughs> yeah, it's—it's. It's, uh,
2: I I. I was trying to figure out, and I think I've decided that is my favorite hoppy beer. Uh, oh yeah, I, I I I agree. Yeah. Previously, it used to be the Dogfish Head sixty minute IPA, but this I think has blown that out of the water. It's citrusy. Nice. It's light. It's mm-hmm. hazy, and it has that little bit of you know IPA bitterness, but not a whole lot. But oh, it's like the perfect hoppy
0: drink. That's awesome. Yeah, that's it, it's a it's a really good one. Um, I'm happy that they made it, and I'm hoping they continue to make it because I'd like to have it again in the future.
2: I believe they're considering it for a year-round beer. So sweet. And, Very cool. And Backer fans, um, all right, who, who are local, it is actually pretty cheap for how. High gravity it is. So go pick up a six pack. It only costs like ten bucks, I think.
0: Ten bucks for a six pack? Yeah. Of Wirebocker. That's not bad. That's really not bad. For Wirebuckers can 10%. be pretty expensive. Yeah. Seriously. Um. All right. Cool. So we got uh, we got our good beers ready to go. Um. Now before we start anything, guess what we have? What? A new review. Oh sweet, baby Jesus! All right. Yes. Um. Yeah. No. No. We not drinking that No. <laughs> We're not drinking that. No. Um, the name, uh, the title of our review, like, like I said, I'm going to read them all, uh, is Politics, Religion, and Beer. Sign me up. Uh, and this is by Dutch Wants a Nine Ball Option. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> 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 um, I like it. Th- three of my favorite topics. Can't wait to listen to all the rest of the episodes. That's it. Sweet, simple, and Five star rating. Thank you so much. Dutch wants a nine ball option. Much appreciated. And if you listen to our show via uh, Apple or iTunes, uh, leave us a five star review and a comment, and we will read it on the show. We are actually we're at twenty seven uh, comments or and ratings, hmm. so we only need three more to get to thirty, which is a you know that's our goal right now. That'd be cool. Yeah, that's so. So uh, do that, and the person who gets to number thirty gets a virtual high five. Okay, <laughs> um, gonna, I'm gonna, I'm going I'm going to close iTunes up now because it is making my PA internet freak out. <laughs> so um, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, um, let's begin this week's uh, Trump say, report. Uh have i done a good job have i done a good job not at all probably the least of anybody you've ever met there's nobody that understands the horror better than me
2: if ivanka weren't my daughter perhaps i'd be dating her i
0: i said it i said it austin (laughs) but i'm starting today off with some really good fucking news are you ready for this i'm sorry what kind of news
2: really good fucking news Wow, I don't I didn't even think that existed, but okay, go ahead.
0: I didn't either. I didn't either. But the good thing about the tornadoes that ravaged our area is that um we couldn't record yesterday while the PA primaries were going on. Now, the results are in. And we have some uh we have some things to discuss, Austin. Oh, nice. Um yeah. So you want to start off on the Republican side or the Democratic side? There's only a couple things I want to talk about with the uh, Republicans. but um, All right.
2: Well, then let's get that yeah. one out of the way.
0: Okay. So uh, Tom Wolf is the governor of Pennsylvania. He's a Democrat. He did not have anybody running against him, so he's already the Democratic candidate. Um, the Republicans elected Scott Wagner, who is closely associated with Mr. Trump. Um so he won quite easily too. He won with 44% of the vote. Uh Paul Mango uh was at 36.9. So mm. a Trump backing uh guy will be running against Tom Wolf for governor of Pennsylvania. And then on the Senate side, Bob Casey ran unopposed. Um and Lou Barletta, who If you're from Pennsylvania, you probably know his name as a state senator for the longest fucking time. Oh, fucking Um, Lou Barletta. He he will now be running against Bob Casey um, as the Republican candidate for the U.S. Senate. Mm. And that one, I'm not going to lie to you, Austin. I'm scared of this one. Um, Because Bob Casey... I don't know. I just don't know about Bob Casey. I'm I'll support him because he's the only candidate that's up there. But I don't know if everyone's going to back him. Lou Barletta is a pretty popular politician in Pennsylvania.
2: Yeah. Well, let's just hope that Casey can, you know, ride the uh, Democratic
0: enthusiasm. I hope so. Um that's it. That's all I'm gonna cover for the Republicans because there's actually a lot of good Democratic news that came out of this. Now, if Bob Casey wants to run uh, a, a good campaign, you know who he should follow? Who? That of John Fetterman. Oh. Yes. And if you don't yeah, and if you don't know who John Fetterman is, and I know you know who John Fetterman is, but John Fetterman, <laughs> um ran for uh, Pennsylvania's lieutenant governor. And he, he originally ran for Senate back in 2016, where he actually lost to uh, a woman named Katie McGinty, who uh, eventually lost to Pat Toomey.
2: Yeah, um, he was actually, he, I don't know if I ever told that story, but he was part of my first ever vote that I ever cast. It was Bernie Sanders and Fetterman.
0: There you go. No, yeah, I, I don't I don't know if we mentioned him or not. You might have. Uh, but that's an important thing that you mentioned. He's a Bernie backed politician. He is a he's a hardcore progressive with with staunt progressive values. And he didn't just go in and give these centrist Democrats a run for their money. He went and fucking won his campaign. He oh, won yeah. his race. And he did he won bigly bigly Austin um he <laughs> no. won he won by he, he won by almost twenty percent um the next closest was um Nina uh, ahmed or ahmad maybe um the incumbent was Mike stack he finished in fourth place <laughs> yeah uh, no, apparently no one I didn't even know who I don't even know who Mike stack is no I, don't, I have no yeah. fucking clue who he is. And apparently, um, but he John won, Fetterman uh, he won like everything
2: west of Philadelphia. <laughs> like Fetterman just won e- everything west. Everything.
0: Of <laughs> he won everything. Uh, he did, yeah he didn't do so good in the cities. He ran, He won in the rural areas. Well, which he is won. Where he won.
2: Pittsburgh do so. well.
0: Well, I would hope so because he's yeah. the mayor of Braddock, which I yeah. think is close to Pittsburgh. Isn't it is. It? Yeah, it is. Um, so, so that's the good news in the progressive world. Um, some other notable names: Jess King, who did run unopposed. She's another one of the progressives. Um, Mary Scanlon, who is maybe not a uh, notable progressive, but she she's pretty progressive. She, uh, you know, she's for universal health care and a few other progressive values. She won her race. Oh, good. Uh, she'll be running against a Republican in one of those districts that has always been Republican. But yeah. now, might be democratic. That's exciting, and that's that's pretty yeah, that's pretty interesting. Um, and then the one that's really close to us, this is the one that we focused on a lot uh, in the past couple of weeks. It was the uh, District Seven primaries, mm-hmm. um, where Greg Edwards, progressive and Bernie-backed politician, uh, was running a campaign against John Morganelli, and Susan Wild, and others. But they didn't really even come close. No. Um. Unfortunate news, Greg Edwards did not win. He came in third with 25% of the vote. So, I mean, he did pretty well. Yeah, it was a close race. It was, until almost the very end. I think that was one of the latest ones that was was to be announced, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it was. Um, the only politician there that we were worried about winning was John Morganelli, uh, but he did not win. And Susan Wild, who, for the most part, seems very progressive to me. I'm, not, I'm surprised we really haven't talked about her much but um her her values are pretty much along the lines of what we talk about, so pretty happy with that Yep. and then uh the final the final thing i'll cover is uh Tom Prigg uh unfortunately, Tom Prigg did not win his primary either uh, he finished uh fourth in his. He actually did pretty well, uh, but the person that he ran against just ran away with it. Bibiana Boero, Boero maybe. Yeah. Um. She she had forty three percent. The second place was twenty four. I mean, she fucking ran away with it. Yep. So uh, th- you know, we were really hoping that uh, Tom Prigg would uh would be able to win, but it doesn't look like it doesn't look like that was the that was the thing. So, uh, but congratulations, regardless. Yeah. Uh Tom and and Mr. Edwards for uh great campaigns. And because and I What would, do you think what do you make of this
2: Austin? Well, first I would tell Tom Prigg that he for the resources he had, he ran an incredible campaign. And um I agree. And I would say that if he really, you know, still feels like he wants to be in the game, run for state senator, state house and, you know, right. maybe serve Pennsylvania that way because I mean we have Fetterman as Lieutenant Governor, Wolf as governor. If we can get yep. some of those Republicans out of the state Congress, maybe we can actually do something good in Pennsylvania, the state where I don't live anymore. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, seriously.
0: <laughs> yeah, now but I na- still, now Pennsylvania PA, and I still want you to be good. <laughs> now Pennsylvania starts to, to, to figure it out now that you leave. <laughs> it was all your fault, yeah. Austin. Uh Yeah, no. A, a lot of these districts, Austin, outperformed Republican districts. um I think there was six or seven of them that normally turn Republican. More Democrats showed up to vote. If that's an early sign for November, Pennsylvania is going to change. And, the, uh, and there, were,
2: there were even races where the Democrat ran unopposed and got more yeah. votes. Than the Republican primary um,
0: candidates who were running against each other, like right. that's unbelievable. That's um, because a lot of times when people go run, uh, when they run unopposed, people don't press the button because there's no reason to. Yeah. Why would you? You don't yeah. have to vote. But they're still pressing the fucking buttons yeah. just to show people. Yeah. <laughs> Which is really cool. I'm really excited for November now. Like yeah. this, to me, was the beginning of, I needed, if Pennsylvania didn't turn out to be uh, a democratic sweep in a lot of ways, I would be nervous. But I'm pretty excited now, especially with Fetterman being lieutenant governor and running away with it. That says to me that a state like Pennsylvania is ready for a progressive out of all all the people. Yeah. It's going to
2: be interesting. And not only that, all roads for um, gaining control of the House of Representatives come through Pennsylvania for the Democrats. It really does. They think 12 of the 24 seats they need to regain control of the House are here in this state. Right. So that's yep. that's unbelievable.
0: It is. So it's going to be really interesting to see. So keep an eye on uh, on Pennsylvania, and this was definitely the state to watch last night. Oh yeah. Uh, so we're, we're pretty excited here in the state of Pennsylvania. Um, now we unfortunately have to move on to news that's not as not as nice. Um, oh come on! <laughs> I listen. You can't fucking have good news back to back. That doesn't work. Okay.
2: Not in Trump's America.
0: Yeah, speaking of Trump, good segue, Austin. Trump orders help for Chinese phone maker after China approves money for Trump's project.
2: (laughs) Okay, look, I just had to withhold and be tough on the Chinas because (laughs) because I wanted the money from China. Okay. Yeah,
0: China, or China, as he once said. Um, a mere seventy-two hours after the Chinese government agreed to put a half a billion dollars into an Indonesian project that will personally enrich Donald Trump, the president ordered a bailout for the Chinese government-owned cell phone maker. Oh my God! Like this shit, I, that, uh, you can't even make this up.
2: <laughs> I like pasta. Love to be enriched. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, Trump did not mention in a tweet or it follows a follows up that on Thursday, the developer of a theme park resort outside of, uh, Jakarta, um, had signed a deal to receive as much as 500 million in Chinese government loans, as well as another 500 million from Chinese banks, according to the agents, uh, agents, France press, something like that in French, uh, Trump's family business. (laughs) The Trump Organization has a deal to license the Trump name to the resort, which includes a golf course, wow, and hotels. Um, so Richard Painter said, uh, in a quote, he said, you do a good deal for him, he does a good deal for you. Um, Richard Painter, the White House ethics lawyer from George W. Bush and now a Democratic candidate uh, for Senate in Minnesota said, uh, This appears... <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, his views are oddly, um, oddly centrist or even dangling left, especially since he was an ethics lawyer for Bush. Yeah, what, did he fall asleep during those years? (laughs) He might have. He might have. He's old. He's an older man. I mean, talk about
2: ethical violations. I mean, the Bush administration, come on.
0: Yeah, maybe he was the, maybe he was the, like, the last week. Maybe he came in in the last week. (laughs) <laughs> um, this appears to uh, be yet another violation uh, of the of Nolman's Clause of the Constitution, <laughs> referring to the prohibition against the president's receiving payments for foreign, from foreign governments. This yeah, is like, how about it? This is like the uh, violation of the Emoluments Clause
2: on steroids. <laughs> this is unbelievable. Seriously. This Could you imagine? Like, I can't imagine... This Obama happening? Well, no, yeah, I can't imagine that. I, but I can't imagine this ever happening before, and not having it be the scandal that broke an administration. And for this administration, the biggest it's just scandal. Like, yeah, for this administration, it's just like a footnote. Like, oh yeah, and he he did a you know a pretty good deal for himself. He enriched himself yeah. with the contact from China, and yeah, um,
0: people his his base is applauding him for it. Like, hey. Good That was smart. Yeah, I can't I can't even contemplate this. Yeah, <laughs> think about this. What think about what Nixon resigned from or for. Like, if Nixon had done a quarter of the things Trump did, he wouldn't even be able to resign. They would have thrown him in jail. <laughs> yet this president yet this president gets away with Everything except murder? Has he murdered anybody personally? Well himself? No. So it wouldn't shock me if he hired somebody and then didn't pay them. (laughs) I know, I know. (laughs) <laughs> well, we we learned on two skeptical chaps that people are going after Hillary Clinton, so maybe oh, yeah. maybe maybe that's what that came from. And you know what? The stories keep on piling because we'll move into Jerusalem or Israel, right? Oh no, let's not move and, to
2: Jerusalem.
0: <laughs> well, I'm not personally moving there Austin, <laughs> especially now. Um This song comes from Washington Post, uh, specifically because the New York Times apparently has a limit on how many articles you can read per month without paying for their stupid subscription. So, (laughs) hi, Washington Post. Uh, Gaza buries its dead as death toll from protests at Fence, with Israel rises to at least 60 on the same day that the United States opened up their embassy in Jerusalem.
2: Yeah, so it was a stunning success. (laughs)
0: Stunning success. Uh, Gaza residents bur- buried their dead uh, Tuesday as the death toll of Palestinians killed by Israel or Israeli forces at the Gaza border. Uh, fence climbed to at least 60 after several uh, succumbed to their injuries overnight. Mm-hmm. Um, Mondays, the Monday's demonstrations, which conceded uh, with the opening of the U.S. Embassy in Jerusalem, were marked by a level of bloodshed not seen in Gaza since 2014 war with Israel. Uh so it was the one of the worst days in the past uh 5 or 6 years or whatever that is because I can't do math 4 years and it, <laughs> and it was uh, on the same day that we opened up our embassy there. I just
2: coincidence? Like, I, I think not.
0: Yeah, I wonder. I wonder. <laughs> what do you think, Austin? What's uh what's going through your mind when you when you when you saw this happening? What went through your mind?
2: Uh that it wasn't shocking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that they've yeah, been. I mean, much. they've been occupying the Palestinians for decades, and they've been killing them indiscriminately. So this yeah. isn't a yep. shock. This is f-
0: this is fucked. Yeah, this is fucked. And then it just doesn't seem like the Trump administration cares. Of course, they wouldn't care. I mean, they just opened <laughs> up an embassy in Jerusalem. But I mean, somebody has to care, right? In that administration, or not at all? In that administration, no, they don't give a shit. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah, look, here, I'll, sad. I'll, I'll tell you what I uh, wrote on Twitter is that um, the people on the right do not care if, what, 50 or 60 Palestinians die because they are looking at this move as the beginning of literally the end of the world. <laughs> They're hoping that everybody right. dies. <laughs> so, of course, 60 people is not going to move yeah. them.
0: Is nothing, yeah. I guess so. I, that's a scary thing to think about. But,
2: <laughs> they are but literally you might not hoping be wrong. For the, no, I'm not wrong. They're literally no. hoping for the end of the world. That's the whole point. Because they think that like, uh, when they get to reclaim Jerusalem uh, mm-hmm. for the people of Israel, then, you know, <laughs> sweet baby, Jesus is going to come back and um, end mm-hmm. the world and start the war that ends the world. That's what it says it, in the Bible, and that's what they're hoping for. <laughs>
0: It's amazing that we are still going through some sort of crusades at this point in our lives. Like, you you watch a movie and it's about the crusades, and it's typically in the Middle Ages, right? You would just think well, that they can't possibly be doing a crusade or some sort of crusade in today's day and age.
2: Yeah, and But I, they are! And I was pretty sure that the last crusade was the one that Indiana Jones was on,
0: because <laughs> that's what that movie was called. <laughs> yeah. That was supposed to be the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, they got that wrong. I guess that must have been fake news. It was a fake news movie. Okay, I did. I didn't watch it. No, I. I personally did. I love Indiana Jones. It's one of the few movies I have seen. <laughs> oh, man, I just don't know, Austin. I. It, it just seems like it writes itself. Almost like it was planned. I well, don't know. well for
2: well for me, it feels like the um. It's like the international version of a school shooting in America. It's like, there's <laughs> been so many of, like, this has happened so many times though what are you going to say? Yeah. Like,
0: they've been killing yeah, no, Palestinians, the... unarmed Palestinians yeah. for so long. What do you, What is there left to say? Yeah. Yeah. It's, a you know what, at least, at the very least, at least people are actually paying attention to it now. Because, like you said, it's been going on for quite some time. It's not like it just happened on Tuesday and that's it. It's been going on for years. And years. Yeah, but I'm just curious.
2: (laughs) I'm just curious to see how long they keep paying attention. If it's going to be, is it going to be like a Sandy Hook where it's a couple weeks and then people forget, or is it going to be like Parkland where we're still talking about it?
0: No, it's going to be more like Sandy Hook. And I'll tell you the reason why, and I think you understand the reason why. Mm -hmm. We have so many things going on in our country that it's so hard for people to keep up with something that doesn't actually affect them. Yeah. And it, it, it doesn't directly affect people here. They're not gonna pay attention to it. That's the way it is. Even and if that's, it doesn't like we like they have... don't pay
2: attention to it most of the time.
0: Seriously. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and but and that and and the international stage, like who the fuck cares? That's why we have Steven to come on our show <laughs> and tell us what's going on. <laughs> because if he didn't do it, no one would give a fuck. Nobody would. And we need to pay attention. <laughs> yeah. No, it's true. Ah. <sighs> We got to take a break. I got to make a bathroom run. <laughs> hey ladies. And when we come back, we will <laughs> we will talk about prison labor for our bigly topic.
2: All right, sounds good.
0: <laughs> Welcome back. This is going to be an interesting the next few minutes <laughs> Tis Awesome How you doing over there?
2: I'm alright And I'm ready to do this Let's talk about <laughs> The bigly topic
0: <laughs> The way you said that <laughs> Well you know what Austin I don't think I don't think we've had enough to drink yet So pour yourself another drink And tell me who what it is <laughs>
2: perfect well there is a common denominator when this show goes off the rails and it is where sunday morning stout <laughs> that's
0: what happened last time yeah oh,
2: man. so i am drinking where sunday morning stout because for some reason they only produce it a certain time of the year and i have sundays. to buy a lot of it when they Sun- do sundays yeah no it's not sundays <laughs> um um it is stout aged in bourbon barrels with coffee but i just realized that we've had it so often i probably
0: don't need to tell you, <laughs> you what You don't it have is. to say it. Uh, now normally
2: it's
0: 12.7% and it is fucking good. <laughs> so let's do this. So he, no i'm i'm dragging this on a couple of extra seconds here while the alcohol sucks uh up your 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 liver cells here. All right, so Ooh. here's the thing. Normally <laughs> normally i keep this a secret. And I do a very good job of it just so you know um, <laughs> we 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 normally record out of order, okay It's just the way shit goes this time yep. I'm telling you we recorded out of order because Austin is now on his like third full glass of of super strong beer and this is going to be fun. I'm drinking the same thing vanilla porter it's super light, super nice, and I'm not drunk at all <laughs> this is beautiful mm. so with that. It is time for the segment where Austin does all the talking.
2: It <laughs> perfectly is perfectly planned. <laughs>
0: the, the Trump
2: report. It is not the Trump report.
0: Oh no, it's not the Trump report. <laughs> it is. It is the big topic, and I'm the drunk one. Okay, all right. It's the same thing. Trump report, big topic. Not really. It's. Um,
2: by the way, the beer is fantastic.
0: Yeah, we know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Austin, what are we going to be learning out? What pl- person, place, thing, or phenomena are we going to be talking about on today's well
2: bigly topic? Luckily, it's a nice light bigly topic: prison uh, labor. <laughs>
0: <okay>. <laughs> yeah, There's, yeah, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a heavy subject at all.
2: <laughs> no. So, so this week our bigly topic is prison labor. Yes, prison labor coming this season to Fox. Where the white character has a tattoo, but it's only because he needed to, hel- to have a map to help him break out of prison. And he's only there by choice, so don't worry, white America, you won't end up there, too. Oh, wait. No,
0: I don't think that's the name
2: of that show. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, that's called the Trump administration. Next! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Uh, prison labor
2: is defined as any system where any type of prisoner... Are used as part of the workforce. So, under prison labor arrangements, prisoners may be brought to the facility, or the production may occur in prison facilities. Uh, although prisoners may be paid, this remains a type of forced labor because prisoners often cannot refuse the work. Okay. So this is this is basically forcing inmates to do jobs for little to no pay.
0: I mean, okay, okay, I, I, okay. I I'm on, I'm on, I'm on board. Okay, let's go.
2: And it's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, it's (laughs) labor in prison.
0: Prison (laughs) labor. (laughs) Okay.
2: So, in the United States, and I'll be talking mostly about the United States here because Stephen isn't here, and this is not our Not America report, (laughs) and we have some of the most egregious forms of prison labor in the industrialized world. Yes, we do. Okay. So, to kind of understand what we're dealing with, we have to go back in time a ways. Um, So, we're going to start with the 13th Amendment to the Constitution. Okay, The 13th Amendment states, neither slavery nor involuntary servitude, and here's the important part, except as a punishment for crime whereof the party shall have been duly convicted, shall exist within the United States, or any place subject to their jurisdiction. So, that part in the middle... The except as a punishment for crime whereof the party shall have been duly convicted is where the loophole is.
0: Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I actually didn't know that. Are you saying saying essentially slavery is still legalized in this country?
2: Yes, I am saying exactly that. What? (laughs) Yeah. So, so here's what Annie McGraw writes in, the, in an article on TalkPoverty.com titled, It's Time to Stop Using Inmates for Free Prison Labor, a very reasonable title.
0: Uh, yeah, um, I wonder what that's about. Yeah, <laughs>
2: exactly. It's like a <laughs> lifetime title. <laughs> um, <laughs> quote, a Louisiana sheriff gave a press conference railing against a new prisoner release program because it cost him free labor from, quote, some good inmates that we use every day to wash cars, to change oil in the cars, to cook in the kitchen. Uh, two days later, news broke that up to 40 percent of the firefighters battling California's outbreak of forest fires are prison inmates working for two dollars an hour two dollars an hour yes two dollars an hour practices like these are disturbingly common military gear ground meat starbucks holiday products oh, fuck you starbucks and mcdonald's oh, uniforms shit. have all been made and are still being made with low-wage prison labor no oh, shit yeah that that so, that's crazy so not only are we using prison inmates to fight fires for $2 an hour, mm-hmm. which is on the high end of what prison inmates get paid, um, we are allowing corporations to use their labor to make products. <laughs> now, as you can see, this is a big fucking problem, but we'll yeah, get back that. to why that is later. Okay, so this issue goes hand-in-hand with the private prison industry, because you see, private prisons only make money when they are filled, so the more inmates they have, the more money they make. And this incentivizes Mm -hmm. them to lobby for so-called tough-on-crime laws that disproportionately affect African Americans and Latino communities. Now, when you combine that with the private corporations using inmates for incredibly cheap labor, you can see exactly how dangerous this becomes. Mm -hmm. Corporations want cheap labor. Private prisons want more inmates. It's a match made in libertarian hell. (laughs) So that is the issue with the prison labor for private gain. And then there is a concern with prison labor for public institutions, mainly in the South. So according to an article on Truthdig.com, at least seven states have prison inmates working in the governor's mansions and capitol buildings, you know, like slaves. (laughs) Yeah, <clears throat> exactly like yeah, that. Yeah. This strikes me as so close to having slaves work in the houses of plantations that I can't believe it is still happening. And it is happening in states where those horrible plantations used to be. <laughs> so yeah. Arkansas, Alabama, Missouri, Oklahoma, uh, Nebraska, Louisiana, and Georgia all use prison labor in the governor's mansion.
0: That's incredible. I had no yeah. idea.
2: <clears throat> so here is the truth dig article that... Uh, Talks about the practice. This is what they write. Um, inmates working at the Capitol building in Baton Rouge is a common sight. Prisoners work in the Louisiana governor's mansions and inmates clean up after Louisiana State University football games as well. But the labor practice of having inmates work in state government buildings extends beyond Louisiana. At least six other states in the U.S. allow for this practice, and they're the ones we already went over. Um, The inmates allowed to work in the Capitol or at the governor's mansions are fairly low in number and are carefully screened. According to NOLA.com, about 20 to 25 people work daily in the Capitol, and 15 to 18 other inmates work as groundskeepers outside the building. The inmates may not be serving a sentence for a sex crime or a violent offense like murder, and must have a history of good behavior while incarcerated and display good work ethic. Furthermore, only inmates at the Dixon Correctional Institute, a men's only facility, can work at the Capitol, as it is only 30 miles away. A similar process occurs in Georgia, where inmates must receive a referral from the Board of Pardons or of Parole or the Classification Committee within a state prison. Working at the governor's mansion in Georgia is contingent upon an inmate's criminal history, their behavior while incarcerated, and their release date, among other factors. Um, the inmates perform janitorial tasks, such as cleaning the floors of or the offices of state legislators. Uh, in Louisiana capital, inmates also perform small tasks for legislators, like grabbing lunch for them. While inmates working in state government buildings are dutifully screened, they are not much better paid than prisoners with other jobs. In Louisiana, inmates in the capital are paid between 2 and 20 cents an hour. 2 and 20 cents.
0: Yeah. 2 cents to 20 cents? Is that what you're saying? That is exactly
2: what I'm saying, yes. They can opt for earning good time credit towards early release, but only if they qualify. And with a normal workday of at least 12 hours, from 5 in the morning to at least 5 in the afternoon, barring legislative sessions when inmates work more than 12 hours, the prisoners can make between $0.24 cents and $2.40 a day. A day. A day, wow. yeah. Inmates working in the governor's mansion in Missouri recently got a small pay raise to $1.25 an hour to make about $10 a day. With the previous agreement prisoners earned nine dollars a day. So they've got one more dollar. Uh, in Arkansas the prisoners are not paid at all. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> so so that's the end of that um truth dig article. Now I know what you're saying. This is horrible. And then you yeah. may ask yourself, isn't there a very popular figure in the Democratic Party who is governor of Arkansas where inmates don't get paid at all to work in the governor's mansion? And yes, You are correct. Bill Clinton, while governor of Arkansas, did have inmates in the governor's residence doing work for zero pay. Stop. You're kidding me, right? Zero pay. No, I'm not kidding you. Hillary Clinton writes about it in her book, It Takes a Village, and my added um, subtitle, and some slave labor, I presume.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but Um, I mean, like, do you know anything about that that quote in her book? Like, was she... Proud of this? Was she poo pooing it? I I, I want to know where I'm, she stands I'm, on that.
2: <clears throat> I'm going to read it to you.
0: So they covered
2: it in an article in Newsweek, and here is the quote uh, from Hillary's book: "When we moved in, I was told that using prison labor at the governor's mansion was a long-standing tradition which kept down cost." Clinton writes. She adds that most of the workers were convicted murderers and she became friendly with, quote, a few of them, African-American men in their 30s, who had already served 12 to 18 years of their sentences. Despite her alleged friendships with these men, Clinton tells her readers, quote, we enforced rules strictly and sent back to prison any inmate who broke the rule. So they still fucking used them. Mm -hmm. Yes. Despite having no psychological qualifications, she later goes on to say that these men did not have inferior IQs or an inability to apply moral reasoning, but instead they have been emotional illiterates. This is all in her book.
0: (laughs) That's incredible to me. That's absolutely incredible.
2: So as we can see, this is a huge problem that is not isolated to one party, one state. No. Or one ideology. And it's not a thing that many people talk about. The idea that southern states are using slave labor to, quote, keep costs down is horrific. And the idea that private industry could profit off of slave labor is gut-wrenching. But the good news is that the Department of Justice is loosening the few regulations on private industry involvement in prisons that there were. Oh, wait. Wait, what does good news mean again? Sorry, it's been hard to remember lately. (laughs) (laughs) And that is pretty much what we know about uh labor prison labor right now
0: so let me ask you this question and let's see how you respond to this how do you respond to the people on either party because i don't think this is going to be well i feel like it should be a democratic policy to not enforce slave labor or prison labor (laughs) but it seems like that's not the case so what do you say to the person that says well these people are convicted felons they don't really deserve to get paid real wages what do you say to that
2: oh for a lot of them they have to be nonviolent, and they can't be accused of sex crimes so that basically means they're petty there crimes. For drug crimes yeah or right. petty crimes often which are over policed and over adjudicated on uh, people of color Mm-hmm. and that if you allow private industry to use these inmates for labor right they will lobby to have more people arrested so they can pay as little as possible to make you know whatever shit you buy
0: my god that is just fucking crazy that, like that is slave labor austin it is slave labor and the 13th amendment allows it and it's going on right this second
2: Right now in 2018 it is happening right now in several southern states publicly and in a ton of states privately.
0: Wow. Yeah, that's uh that's unbelievable. Like I don't I don't know how to respond to this because I honestly had no idea. I'm not I'm oh, not yeah. saying like I've I've known about like prison labor specifically from movies and TV shows but to go that in depth and find out that some of these people are not getting paid and they're working 12 plus hour days Mm -hmm. it's slave labor that's just crazy to me it's just crazy slavery yeah
2: it's slave labor and there's an incentive to have more people arrested so that the cost of labor stays down for corporations because they're allowed to use slave labor that's
0: fucking nuts well there's some food for thought if you've never heard of that like myself i'm sure your jaw is probably dropped to the floor at this point but um yeah that's something that uh we have to pay attention to, I, mm-hmm. I, I can't believe that's a thing that we have to ask politicians when they come on our show now. What do you do, What's your stance on prison on labor? On slave labor. Yeah. <laughs> on slave labor. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Thank you, also for sharing that and uh, hopefully um, enlightening some of us, especially myself, about mm-hmm. these uh, pretty much horrors that are going on right now. That's crazy. Thank you. Um, And thank
2: you, Sunday Morning Stout, for letting me keep that together just long enough to get it (laughs) out.
0: (laughs) Well, that's okay. Um, Now, coming up next, we have our interview with um, Kevin. He's got his not politics report all ready for us. Um, So let's take a break and we'll uh, enjoy that. And welcome back to the Dowcast. God fuck you, Tom. <laughs> I'm joining am sick of a death show. Jo- joining us now, all the way from the Nerdy Things podcast. Um, like that's a state now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a Kevin. state of mind. It, it is. Yeah, I was it just is. thinking that. Yeah. It's Kevin from the Nerdy Things Podcast. Hi, Kevin.
1: Hi, Tom. How are you guys? I'm great. How are you? Good, good, good. Can't complain. Um,
0: yeah. Hey, sorry about yesterday. <laughs> that was not not good. It was a rough night for all of us.
1: <laughs> yeah, it I so too was. am sorry that the apocalypse hit Pennsylvania.
0: Seriously. Did you ever get that storm or not? We got some of it, but uh-huh. we never lost
1: power. There was one time where lightning hit like a couple of miles away and the power flickered, flickered. but nothing went out here. So okay. I was good.
0: You guys definitely got lucky. Apparently, there were a couple touchdown tornadoes around us, which uh, is kind of weird for our area. It doesn't really happen often. Yeah, I think
1: it went north answer. of me and hit like, the New Hampshire area from you.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Hey, well, good. Yeah, um, thankfully, because that was was an interesting little storm. But we have you here now, and we're pretty excited, because uh, since the last that we talked, a couple things have definitely happened. Um, So, let's begin the Not Politics Report with Kevin. (laughs) Very nice. (laughs) Kevin, what are you (laughs) drinking today? (laughs) Uh, Today,
1: I have Sonoma Apple Cider, The Hatchet. From uh, I don't even know where Sonoma Beverage Works out of California. Oh, okay. It's six percent ah. alcohol by volume. And okay, that Organic in. and delicious.
0: Very nice. Ooh, organic Ooh, that too. Good. That's a nice little yeah. bonus. Um, Austin, have you changed your drink?
2: I have. What are you I drinking? Have, but I've stayed with the same brewery. Ooh.
0: So it's still Wehrbacher.
2: <laughs> okay. I am having the Quad, Ooh. which is a Belgian style quadruple Ooh. ale.
0: It's such um, a good one.
2: For everybody keeping track at home, it clocks in at eleven point eight percent. And uh it's just, you know, good Belgian deliciousness.
0: Okay. Um, that's a very bad explanation because I've never licked Belgium, so I don't know what Belgium tastes like. But um <laughs> well, then you don't know what you're missing. <laughs> <laughs> um I am still drinking my vanilla porter from uh, Brackenridge so I'm going to stick with that probably for the rest of the episode. All right, so let okay. us do our cheers and then we'll uh, get going. Ready? Yep. Oh, nice. There you go. So, how does it taste? Uh, Are you enjoying your cider there, Kevin? Yeah, I am.
1: It's You know what? I prefer down east cider and they actually have a pineapple one that's amazing. Ooh. But this was all I had in the house and I couldn't do this sober. So no. I figured I'd had to.
0: <laughs> we can't either. We can't now no. it's you're finally learning that <laughs> you can't do our show unless you have alcohol in the system. That's the way it works. Exactly. So. And then Austin, oh how's your quad? How's your quad? Oh
2: my God, is it good? I think you've been, work-
0: you've been working out. <laughs>
2: uh, you get yes. it? Because
0: quad, like the muscle.
2: Yeah, except that it's actually my <laughs> bicep that's been working because I've been lifting this glass up and down. Um, uh,
0: I thought you were going to say you've been lifting the, the, the podcast over your shoulders. Oh, <laughs> <ooh>. He's been <laughs> like carrying been, this thing for over a the year. I was, well,
2: I, was I thought that's about. just common knowledge, Tom. Okay. Um, <laughs> Cold. But. It, it is very good. It's like a semi dark ale. Mm-hmm. It's kind of sweet and syrupy, but with a little bit of bitterness on the back end. I highly recommend quads and um Weirbacher's is exceptionally good. Very nice. So I will be drunk by the end of this, I promise.
0: <laughs> good. Good. Awesome. And then for my description, see part A. Okay. Um now Part A. Yeah. Of our show. The the okay. the, the Trump Report. Yeah. You remember Boy. that? Okay. The one we just I don't did. want to. I remember <laughs> it, but I don't want to. <laughs> All right. Let's begin this month's Not Politics Report with Kevin. It's, awesome. It's like, it's like a little jingle. All right, Kevin. What on earth has happened since the last we spoke? You know what?
1: So much. I know. But I'm going to start with something that is fascinating me okay. recently. My wife brought this to my attention today. Anyone who has the internet has probably already heard about this. Porn. Maybe you have, maybe you haven't. Have you heard the Yanni-Laurel debate going on?
2: No. What is it? I have heard about it, yeah. There is a
1: sound file that when you play it, depending on a couple of different factors, you either hear the name Yanni or the name Laurel. Hmm. I'm going to try to play it for you guys and see what your answer is.
2: Okay. Great.
0: Tell me. If, okay. If,
1: tell me if you can hear this. Yeah. Could you hear it? Yeah. Yep. And what do you hear?
0: Laurel.
2: Yeah, that's what okay. I heard too.
1: All right. Now, apparently, depending on your speakers, but also depending on the age of the listener, that sounds like Yanni. Yanni. And, and sometimes, yes, I, I did. I didn't believe it either. But honest to God, when my wife played it on her cell phone with the little tiny speaker, to me, there was no debate. It was Yanni. I came in here, I sat down, I looked it up, I played it, there was no debate, it was Yanni. And then I found a a YouTube video that actually goes through the different pitches of it. Mm -hmm. And after listening to the video, I can only hear Laurel now. It's the weirdest thing. (laughs) The sound file has changed.
0: Like, to me, that sounded clearly like Laurel, Laurel.
1: This is like the dress from last year—that black and and blue oh, yeah. dress, or yeah, the yeah, white yeah. and gold dress. Right, right. It's the same yeah. thing. Only this one's for your ears, so it's a new mindfuck for you.
0: That's really strange. Yeah, mm, that's perfect. weird. <laughs> that's yeah. Seriously, as if we needed that. But um, no, that's really cool. Like just the changing the the pitch of it changes the whole fucking word. Yeah. yeah. Also, is so, there? Uh, you're you're more familiar. That especially than me with the like sound and and stuff like that. Um, is there a reason for that that you know of, or is that just an anomaly?
2: Well, I mean, I imagine there is a reason, but you'd have to ask an audiologist or an acoustics major why that is. It's just like the you know like the um, people who saw the dress last year. There's probably some visual anomaly why that people saw different things. So I personally do not know why that is.
1: Now, this isn't the first time I've heard of a type of thing like this. There's actually, there are stores that play a high pitched sound Mm -hmm. to keep children out of the store because, Oh yeah. Below a certain age, you can hear certain frequencies better than, than as you age out of it. And so this is that same thing only in a sound file that someone happened to stumble across. That's and it really just bizarre. changes it from, from Yanni to Laurel. It's it's blowing my mind because I've been on both sides of it now, and it has changed for me. It's <laughs> freaking me out.
0: Is is one of the stores this is gonna sound like a weird thing, but is one of the stores that does that like Lowe's or Home Depot?
1: I doubt it. No, they're not that smart there.
0: I was gonna say because like I as a kid I always hated going into that place. And I, well I, that's that's because they're <laughs> fucking boring. <laughs> Yeah. Because what are you going to do there? Oh, look, that's a lawnmower. I always, oh, fantastic. What the, that's, that's what I always assumed. But then all of a sudden, Kevin's like, well, they play high-pitched screams. And I'm like, no, that, hey, that's why. That's,
2: that's a much more recent phenomenon that they were no. doing that. Were
0: you saying I'm old? Are you saying I'm old? I'm yes. saying
2: that we're almost as old as each other. So shut the fuck up, Tom. He's actually implying that you're old. He's not right. saying it.
0: All right, I, I, yeah. It's okay with the ageism. Right. Let's, let's there,
2: just no, move wait, on, wait, shall we? No, hold on. But do you want to hear a funny story about Home
0: Depot? <laughs> oh, sure.
2: Well, there's the not-so-funny story where the owner says that... Uh, Democrats are brainless and he doesn't see how we could ever vote the way we do. That's not that funny. But the funny part is I used to cry when my parents would take me to Home Depot when I was young. <laughs> like literally cry <crying laughs> until they would
0: take me out of the store because <laughs> it was so boring. <laughs> That's funny. That's, That's amazing. Funny. Uh, all right, Kevin, what else you got? So
1: we've also had a bunch of news about canceled TV shows this week. Ooh, okay. Uh, Mm. A ton of of shows have been canceled and renewed. Uh, a couple of the highlights that were renewed are like The Orville, and uh, let me see here. We've got MacGyver, which is terrible, but Hawaii Five O, which I didn't even realize was still on. Okay, uh, Big Bang Theory, which is polarizing for people.
0: God, that got that no, got course. renewed again.
1: What is that? The twelfth season. I think it's it's if not the twelfth season, it was renewed through the twelfth season.
0: Whatever. Wow, that is, so. that's incredible. That's a long show. Isn't it show. enough
2: already with that show?
1: I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. But part of the problem is that's a cheap show that's airing on the network that makes it, and so mm-hmm. that makes them money. Because a lot right. of shows are produced mm-hmm. by studios that don't then air the show. Right. right. Uh, for example, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which is a, a comedy that has been airing on Fox for the mm-hmm. last five years, is produced by NBC Studios. Okay. Yeah. And the show Last Man Standing is produced by by Fox and has been airing on ABC. Oh. So recently, I think it was a little while ago, ABC canceled Last Man Standing. And this past week, Fox canceled Brooklyn Nine-Nine.
0: Okay. Within
1: wow. 24 hours of Brooklyn Nine-Nine being canceled, NBC announced they would be picking it up. Okay. And part of the thinking is the exact same thing. They are the ones producing it. They can make money off of the commercials and off of the fact that it's going to enter syndication if they keep it going, and all of these other things that they have to take into account, where before that, they were sort of relying... The, the, the studio was relying on the fact that it would eventually enter syndication and they could make money off of it. So this is an interesting thing where both of those shows were canceled but brought back for the same reasons.
0: Hmm. Okay. That's interesting. And not,
2: and not only that, I mean, I mean, Brooklyn Nine-Nine has a pretty... Um, rabid fan base. They were pretty upset when that show got canceled. Oh, really? Oh, absolutely. Briefly. I was, I was going to march yeah. on Washington. I mean, really. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was upset too because that show's fucking amazing. <laughs> that
1: show is is one of the best shows on television at the moment. It, it really yeah. is. It's it's funny. It's got a great diverse cast. They do a wonderful job representing so many different walks of life. I can't think of a better show on on the air at the moment, and and I'm so happy that it's coming back.
2: It's crazy. Yeah, I think I think Brooklyn Nine Nine and the the Good Place are like the only things network television is doing right at the moment. Yeah, pretty much.
0: Uh, Was there any more shows on that list? Because I'm actually waiting to hear when a couple of the shows that I watch are if they're going to be renewed or not. Uh, Did you have more to that list or not really?
1: Oh, there's there's tons of stuff on here. Um, Oh yeah. What is it you're looking to to see? Because like Marvel's The Inhumans was canceled. Alex Inc was canceled.
0: well, oh, not good you... for podcasts. Specifically, uh, yeah, yeah. Specifically, there was a show on History Channel called Nightfall, and I was waiting to hear if season two was going to be a thing or not. They haven't announced it. I don't no, know if that's on the no list. I have no idea. No. That is okay. not on this list. Okay.
1: About that. The other one that caused a huge problem for people is Lucifer. Apparently, people love that show. Okay. Really? Which, yeah, I didn't think that that was even a good show. Um, but apparently, people are going all nuts over that. They want well, that one. Renewed. Is that
0: another like um, ABC or NBC kind of show?
1: Uh, that along? one was.
0: Uh, I think that was NBC. NBC uh, it, or no, that was Fox. Yeah. sorry, that was. Fox. I feel was, so out of Fox, the. Yeah. I feel so out of the loop because I I have Sling TV and they don't have access to those main channels. So I don't, uh, I don't get to watch any of these shows. So, like, I've heard of Lucifer, but I have no idea what it's even about. I can assume what it's you know, about. <laughs> Based oh, yeah. on the name. We have a and Hulu right.
2: account for the show. Um, <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I forgot. I have that. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> I almost
2: exclusively
1: use Hulu. I switched to PlayStation yeah. View, and it was terrible. So now it's basically just Hulu for all of my TV.
0: I totally yeah. have a Hulu account. Thank you, Austin. Thank yeah, you for inviting welcome. me. <laughs> I'm, the patrons oh, pay for tonight. it, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, and I named myself Trump on your family list. Beautiful. Okay. Yeah. Um, What else, Kev?
1: Uh, we are getting a sequel to the movie Zombie Land.
0: Oh, nice. Uh,
1: coming up in 2019.
0: So that means there was a first of wow, Zombie Land. Oh, shut up. <laughs> is, is that correct? <laughs> Because I've never oh, heard of Tom. that. Oh, Tom. Zombieland Zomb-land.
1: is probably one of the best movies out there for zombies. Okay. it It's Woody yeah. Harrelson, Emma Stone, Jesse okay. Eisenberg, and Abigail Breslin. This okay. is just, I mean, this is really one of the only movies that I like Jesse Eisenberg in.
0: And it's uh, got Woody
1: Harrelson. How do you go wrong?
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree. Wait, wait, hold
2: on. Just as a side note, are there any others that you like him in? No. Really? Not even the social network? Oh no! Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, he, he he definitely plays an asshole, but uh... yeah. Oh yeah. Hmm. No, and he does a good job of it, but I don't think he's acting. <laughs> that's why I don't count it. <laughs> okay, that's a fair point. That's yeah. very
0: fair. Okay. Really, so... we should
2: put him in front of Congress.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, are you looking forward to this um to this sequel of Zombie Land?
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, the first Zombieland... They were actually talking for a long time about doing a TV show for Zombieland. Uh, oh, yeah. And they were actually hoping to get the original cast back for that as well. Uh, Tom, this is a movie... Yeah. Like, if, if I could force you to watch any one movie right now... Right now. Right now, that movie is Zombieland. Is it, because,
0: a, f- is it a comedy? I can't tell is. if it's yes. a comedy yes.
1: yes. Yeah. It is. Yes. Yeah. It is. It's so funny. It's a zombie movie, but it is so funny... It even has a a cameo by Bill Murray in it. Bill and Murray, and it is just wow. spectacular. Please, 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 please watch this movie. In fact, I'm going to check and see if it's on Hulu for you.
0: I have a question for you. I'm not sure if I'm jumping ahead of your list or not, but oh. um, I I still haven't seen it. Surprising, but what what was your initial reaction, or what is your reaction? Um, to avengers now i listened to your episode the one that followed the the release of the movie but uh yeah. t- tell us what your reaction of uh, avengers is
1: all right um i don't know how many spoilers this is going to contain so if you haven't seen avengers and you want to and you're not like tom and you care tune out <laughs> <laughs> so it's been two weeks since right. that movie came out and i am still trying to process it it is I don't even know. Like, I got really worked up and emotional over the ending of this movie. Really? Um, Yeah. Like, I I was really breathing heavy and, like, tears in my eyes. And, you know, it had a lot of emotional deaths at
0: the end of this movie. Really? Um, Of, like, superheroes? Yeah. All right.
1: We're going full spoilers.
0: Wait, hold on. Austin, this is because you wanted to see the movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. All
1: right, I'm not going to spoil it. Nope, nope, we're good. We're good. There's just there's one death at the end of this movie that makes me so sad because even though he's not one of the main main characters, when he dies, no one knows, and I feel just so bad for him. Like one of the other characters is looking for him, and can't find him and he dies alone, oh, and it's God. just
0: so sad. That is going to be me one day, 100%. <laughs> oh was it, um, w- all right, let's spoil it. Was it Superman? <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: Yes, Superman died, and uh, Green Green Hornet was looking for him.
0: Green Hornet, and, uh, geez, that's, that yeah, is sad. That is you sad. You know,
1: uh, uh, Tonto was there. and Tonto? G- Gandalf the
0: Grey, like they were all whew. cyborg. Every one of them. I mean, this Cy- was the
1: most ambitious crossover in history.
0: Oh. <laughs> I'm actually pretty sad. I'm pretty sad. So uh, rest in peace, Superman.
1: I was really confused when the Power Rangers showed up. The
0: it was like Power the Rangers weird are in this. Power
1: Rangers. It was, you know,
0: Austin. We're going to see this movie tomorrow. <laughs> Skipping work, bro. Skipping work. <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool uh, okay did the green uh, ranger boy. win just say yes
1: uh yeah yeah he thank did. you I can't The green wait. ranger and the green lantern and green hornet and green arrow all teamed up
0: that is a sexy foursome right <laughs> that's a sexy i don't know who the other ones are um <laughs> but, <laughs> but the, the green ranger wins in my book so there you go go, go power rangers okay so um
2: well, all in God. all
0: you thoroughly enjoyed that movie didn't you
1: I did. I can't wait for the sequel. Uh, my, my co-host on Nerdy Things Podcast, Tim, he hated this movie, but he what? hated this movie for one reason and one reason only. He what? hated this movie because he knows there's a sequel. Oh, okay. And he knows that in that sequel, almost everyone that died is coming back.
0: Oh, mm. do you think that's going to happen? I
1: do. I think that, it, but I knew that going into this and anyone that's been following these movies up to this point mm-hmm. should have known that going into this.
0: What so do you anyone, think about that, though? Like, how do you I, feel about like characters dying and then coming back? Is that a thing that you're okay with, or is that kind to piss thing you off? Thing that as happens well? in
1: every comic book ever. There is one <laughs> comic book character that has died and stayed dead in the entire history of comics, and that is Uncle Ben, Spider-Man's uncle. That is it. Mm. <laughs> okay, Literally. I was thinking
0: instantly rice. yes rice has
1: stayed dead
0: (laughs) like i'm hungry literally
1: every other character in the comics that has died has come back in some form whether it's a clone or an alien or it turns out they were they were not them all along this is the real one over here which they've done several times
0: right okay um so it sounds like it's gotta happen in a way oh it does i mean the, the way that they died at the end
1: of this movie it leaves a lot of room for them to come back this was not like everybody got stabbed and there's no hope there's totally hope like if you're paying attention to this movie they spell it out for you oh really? they are all coming back this is not a shock it's fine
0: <laughs> okay all right kevin thank you so much as always uh for an awesome 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 update uh go ahead and plug everything that you need to plug
1: All right. So if you like anything about me or anything that I've said, you can find more of me and a couple of other idiots just like me over at the Nerdy Things podcast. And we have the Nerdy Things podcast network, everything you can find at NerdyThingsPod.com, where you'll find new episodes every week with the nerdiest stuff you can imagine. We're doing a watch through of NBC's The Good Place, where we do an episode a week trying to catch up to the new season. Uh, And we're just trying to trying to have fun trying to be nerdy and make this world a nerdy place
0: kevin i love the nerdy things podcast it's such a fun show to listen to and believe it or not as much as i am not into pop culture i still find the show extremely fascinating and informative so uh Good job for all you guys, for what you guys do. I just wanted to make sure I say that because I do listen to the show and I love it. It's one of my favorite shows to listen to. Well, thank you, Tom.
1: I appreciate of course, it. You know, of oh, course. I listen to you guys every week.
0: I know. I know. Oh, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry.
0: <laughs> why, do you, why do you do that to yourself? Do you have problems? Do you want to talk about it? <laughs> you know, I listen to it
1: at one and a half speed just so I can get through it quicker. It's like ripping off a Band-Aid. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, so do I. Two two, two percent speed, though. It's like, you know, it's like, done. And that's the best way to listen to us. Thank you so much, Kevin, for coming on our show. (laughs) Thank you. We'll be in touch soon. Uh, Let's take our final break of the day, Austin. When we come back, we will have our final thoughts. Sounds good. And Superman is not Marvel?
2: No. (sighs) You're fired
0: (laughs) You're fired And so ends Our big dumb show (laughs) It was extra big But not as dumb As normal, because Mm. Kevin was on, and he is not dumb like we are. Um, That's true. So, as always, Austin, uh, what are your final thoughts for today? Well, my final
2: thoughts are, I thought the, for the most part, the results of the primaries here in PA were pretty good. Right. So I'm not going to complain about them too much. I wish Edwards would have won, but, you know, it's not the end of the world. We got a pretty decent candidate.
0: Wild seems like a good candidate. She's uh got a lot of progressive values. I'm pretty excited that she's got the opportunity and Democrats outvoted Republicans in that district, which is a rarity because that district was previously controlled by a Republican. Uh and be, and several times. Um so I you know what? She could it could be worse in that situation for sure. Um I want to thank Weyerbacher for
2: oh um, killing the Uh, Requisite number of brain cells to make it through this episode (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And thank you for accommodating me so well on my birthday It was very kind of all of you Mm -hmm. And I really appreciate it And I think that's all I got, Tom
0: Well, perfect segue I wanted to actually wish you a happy birthday A belated birthday, of course But happy birthday Um, Yep, thank you, Kevin, for coming on our show Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not a big fan of Goose Island myself So I don't really care um, <laughs> the goose people, the goose people, uh, Look, yeah, I love that beer by
2: the goose people.
0: <laughs> All right. So I will say this and, um, I, I can safely say, cause if you make it through the, uh, you know, this long, this length of the show, you deserve to know next week. We have Andrew Torres from the ah! Opening Arguments <laughs> podcast coming on our show. <laughs> Andrew Torres, <laughs> it's so fucking fun! I can't wait. I'm so happy and so grateful that he said yes to coming on our show. We're gonna oh ask. Oh my him god! Up. I
2: can't believe it.
0: I know. We're going to ask him a bunch of legal questions about Trump and why he's not in jail yet. Uh, please listen to next week's episode. It's going to be a fucking fun episode. And um, what it's
2: like to work with a killjoy like Thomas Smith.
0: <laughs> yeah. Austin can relate. Who also won't come on the show. <laughs> yeah. Thomas Smith didn't even... like. He read my message and just moved on. <laughs> Like but, I don't need this
2: shit in my life,
0: <laughs> but um Andrew Torres will be on our show next week. Austin and I are super excited um he's one of the he's one of those guys he's one of those guys that like is one of the top podcasters that we listen to, so this is gonna be really fucking fun. <laughs> he's basically
2: the one that has kept Eli Bosnik out of prison,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so definitely tune in for that. Um, don't spoil it to others. Or go ahead and spoil it, actually. Get everybody out there and let them know. That, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I don't care. Um, what else? What else? Yeah, uh, congratulations to Fetterman for winning. And the progressives that also won Pennsylvania looks pretty good. I'm really happy with the state of Pennsylvania right now. Looking forward to November, which uh, is <laughs> coming up quick.
2: Yeah, we'll see how long that lasts. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I know. I know until we lose power in 20 fucking minutes <laughs> cuz <'Cause> somebody sneezed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Blew down a pilot and rooted a tree. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh and with that fuck you Pennsylvania. <laughs> Agreed. Uh no, but um I guess that's it. Yeah. Uh no. it, listen, find our epi- or find our show on blogtalkradio.com. Uh Dumble Over Pod is the name of the show. <laughs> hey. If you didn't know that that's a little weird at this point um we're, we're also we're, we're also on we're also on iTunes and if you listen to us via iTunes, please leave us a uh rating and a comment uh please. we will read it yeah please we are very close to thirty, which is a pretty cool number for us listen, I've said this a million times before but Austin and I did not know this show was going to be this. <laughs> no. we did not know or expect it to become, uh, a, you know, a decently watched or list watched. Again, with the watch, listen to podcast. So get us <laughs> the thirty um, comments and and ratings that that'll mean a lot to us. Even if we don't, it still means a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, we're on the Twitter. Uh, the Instagram, the Facebook, all at Dumb all Over Pod. And if you feel generous and you want to give us money to help us continue podcasting, um, you can go to Patreon.com/slash Pod, and you can uh, sponsor our show with as little as one dollar per episode, so four dollars a month. And with that, you get an un, uh, you get a well you get a lot more these days. You get this full show. Plus the extras, with no commercials and better audio quality, you get our sideshow, which I apologize hasn't been up the last couple weeks. It's just been a little bit busy. You will have yep. one this week and continuing on from here on in. Um, and you get so much more just for one fucking dollar. So stop it. Take that five dollar bill out of your pocket, put it in your bank account because you know we don't take cash. And then <laughs> give it to us because what were you going to do with it anyway? Honestly, exactly, yeah, right. So, give us your money. That's what I meant to say. Um, that's all I got. Um, yeah, no, really. Listen to our show next week, Andrew Torres, the Andrew Torres from the Opening Arguments podcast. And If you don't know who they are, look them up because they're big. Um, will be on our show. Super fucking excited for that. So, uh, we'll see slash <laughs> something. Next week. <laughs> um,
2: All right. Have, Sounds good, ha- Tom.
0: Have a good week, everybody. And um,
2: and in know, honor of Brady, our episode, everybody go out and 69 somebody you really like. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> willingly ask them first. Austin's a little yeah. intoxicated, so he's not mentioning that part. You know, don't just start 69ing with random people. Ask oh, first. <laughs> no, not random
2: people. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Consent, consent, consent. Thank you.
0: And go fuck and have some fun Alright everybody Have a good week See you next week (laughs) See ya Because it rhymes Trust me, I'm like a smart person. At the bank of Antandek, mortgages are on the menu. I was in the chippy last night and it hit me. Go on. We should give all our new mortgage customers £1,000. Of spuds? Potatoes? Yeah, jackets, roasties, dolphin, waz. I mean, what's not to love? Hey, Yeah, we could call it mashback. Back. Genius. Meanwhile, at Santander, they're giving their customers £1,000 cash back on selected first-time buyer mortgages. See what's possible at Santander. Lending subject to status and criteria. Cashback given on completion and repayable if mortgage closed within two years. Offer can be withdrawn. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage.